Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel. I am a small business owner and entrepreneur living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. Before we get started, I would like you to please subscribe to my mailing list. It's linked in the episode and podcast descriptions, and all I'm asking for is an email and a name, just a first name, and I will email you whenever the heck my first novel is ready. <laughs> Pretty chilly today. Again, I'm expecting just cold now. It's Maine. This is what to expect. And perhaps I'm being a baby about it, but I think the main problem is it's just really hard to record these podcasts in the winter because because of my setup. So I'm trying to keep my um my little mic. I just got the I just have the uh Apple earpods in earbuds, not the not the earpods. And I have to hold them because otherwise it would be making lots of noise against my jacket and that's really hard on my hand because <laughs> it's cold so that, I think that's the main problem I like to keep my hands in my pockets maybe I do just need to get the the pods you know the one without the string the cord <laughs> and then I might not have that problem I think that's definitely a thought I have the iPhone 6, and I have had it for quite some time now. I'm literally just paying it off, but I've been contemplating getting a new phone. So maybe new phone and new laptop is in order here pretty soon. Anyways, um, definitely on a roll with keeping my thoughts up to date on here, and... This will likely go out after the U.S. election, but it's probably the last recording I'll make before the election. So currently it is the 26th of October, I think, and it's a Monday and I'm about to get started on some work. And it feels good because this morning I woke up quite early. I woke up at... 5.30 or so, and feels good. I got some writing done, and it's still really early, <laughs> so I have time for a walk. I have time to think about the writing that I am already, again, stuck on, but I'm going so quickly now that getting stuck, it only makes sense because I'm making progress on little plot points here and there, and I just have to work them out as I go. So over the weekend, I think I basically did um, over 6,000 words. And I've heard people doing 6,000 to even today I heard somebody who had done 10,000, but like that's impossible because your brain just turns to mush. That's not good writing. Um, even first draft writing like needs to be something like it needs um, time to percolate as you're writing. I, I can't imagine anyone who can crank out 10,000 words in a day. My brain would be absolutely just mush. Um, 
but I felt really accomplished because yesterday I had a goal of doing five to six thousand words on Sunday yesterday. And it was a very ambitious goal, but I was set. I was set to do it because I had a lot of things to work out. And I am 100% back in the first draft revision, like not revision, but just like first draft mode. I need to work these things out. Um, My plot line has changed a little bit. It's shifted. I've still got those main points to hit, but um, a lot has shifted and it's way better. I, As I mentioned in the previous episode, I'm aligning the spine. It's It feels good. And just to make my editing brain happy, I mentioned um, every scene that I've edited. I have, in Scrivener, turned the little icon for the scene purple. And so I've got a nice row of purple icons and then it stops because I stopped editing. So what I did was I made the icon a different, like a little um, exclamation point thing, just to show that it's like, this needs work. And then I turned the exclamation points purple. So I know where I'm at in the spine alignment. (laughs) Oh my gosh, my analogies are horrible. So I, I wanted to break down my day for you my day yesterday because it felt so good and I'm not going to have days like this all the time and there are days where I hardly write anything and there are days where I'm just floundering and struggling and I was reminded by my mother-in-law that these are the days to remember. So as I said, this is probably just like some cutesy little bonus episode again, little mini episodes. And as I mentioned, I had this goal of doing 6,000 words. And while I did not meet that particular goal, I did get a lot done. I did a lot of writing and I, here we go. I'm just going to break down the day for you. So I started writing first thing in the morning um, after my shower and my breakfast, which I always have breakfast first. Um, I'm not a coffee person, but I like to do tea, so I had some tea. And because of the weather, um, our furnace is pretty old and it needs to be replaced next winter or uh, next summer after this winter. It's going to be done. Um, so we keep it on pretty low and we were doing that before anyways, but, um, yeah, so it's pretty low and I, so I just cuddle up in my blanket. I have this blanket, but bird walk, but I bought this blanket in Brooklyn. It was my first like blanket. I bought it at a Goodwill. It was a great like find and it's this big, cushy, durable blanket and it's so soft and like heavy and warm and it's not like any blanket that I've ever had (laughs) and so this blanket has followed me through Brooklyn like my very first bed in Brooklyn and like it's just the best so when I wake up in the morning I just curl up in this big old blanket and like head downstairs and it's wonderful and it's so cozy (laughs) so I've been writing wrapped up in my blanket (laughs) um 
so yeah, I start uh, writing in the morning, and I think I even took a walk. I think I recorded some of the previous episode, and it took four hours to get about 2,000 words done, like including my walk, including everything that morning from the time I woke up to like 11 o'clock. It, it took me four hours to get 2,000 words done. And then I was kind of feeling spent. And I'm very surprised by how the rest of the day went because I felt so spent. Um, Basically, I I took plenty of breaks after that. I let myself get distracted and watch some Netflix. Um, You all know I love cartoons and the show on Netflix called Kipo is so cute. So I, I did watch some of that. And then I did some more writing, so I just interspersed my writing throughout the day. And then I picked up a book after I was really feeling spent. I did pick up my book from the library that I got. I've been wanting to uh, read the book Outlander, and I've seen the show, and I've heard great things about the books, so that's what I picked up at the library. Um quick note about this book. It's, for me, really slow to, to start. I did not enjoy the beginning of the book, but... Sorry, there was a car getting their mail. Um, yeah, I skipped a lot of, like, sections of paragraphs, mainly because I know what's coming, and... I haven't really read a lot of books where I've already, like, seen what's happening. Um, I actually don't think I've read any books that I've seen the movie on first. And I know this is a this is a show, not a movie, but still. Um, and I know the reasoning behind all of the... Just all of the details in the beginning of the Outlander book. And I know why it's there. But it's still like incredibly boring to me. So I was really um, anxious to get to the action. And so I finally got to the action yesterday. And just just reading a book that isn't Harry Potter with like more complex sentences has been nice. And what I'm getting to here is that after I was done reading... Um, like a chapter and a half or whatever, I felt really inspired and I wrote, immediately after that, I wrote um, a new chapter that I was stuck on and it turned out beautifully and I was so excited because my writing was like suffering because I was just, I was just writing so much and I'm in the first draft mode and my, um, my first draft mode is not as eloquent as my my revisions. And anyways, it was just turning out more beautifully. And I was very happy. And so I was just surprised that the act of pausing and reading work that is good, like, that fueled me. And so I'm definitely going to try that as a method in the future, especially when I'm stuck or feeling stagnant. Um, After my walk, I'm probably going to go read a little bit more, maybe try to fit a little bit more writing in before my day starts, and then 
it will have been a great morning of writing. So I'm excited about all this progress. Um, like I said, I got a lot done yesterday. While I was um, doing this writing goal of five to 6,000 words, which I, I did not reach, I don't think that's possible for me. While I was doing all of that, a lot of plot points were clicking into place for me. And that was just incredible because that's what I was stuck on. So, um, this episode is going to be short. I think I'm almost at the end here, but I did want to share one more thing on this little bonus episode. Um, when I was reading Harry Potter, which I'm on book three, but I haven't been reading it for at least a week or two, I made a note about Harry Potter, um, and something that seems like a thing that you're supposed to do. Um, and I can't really describe it. And um, basically, you, you know, uh, Harry Potter 3 is about the prisoner of Azkaban. Um, Sirius Black is after Harry Potter. But then you later find out that Sirius Black is actually a good guy. I don't remember if I'm assuming you find out that at the end of the book. I don't remember, but I'm assuming. Um but what they do in the beginning, what J.K. Rowling does in the beginning of the book, is set it up so that Harry Potter is spying on the Weasleys on a secret conversation talking about Harry and how Harry is in danger of Sirius Black. And they don't want him to know this. So what this setup does is it gives the reader an in on some secret knowledge that may or may not be complete, correct, or the whole truth, and you think you're getting in on something with Harry. So Harry thinks he's got the knowledge. Um, it's a setup for uh, misleading the reader. So they have this conversation. Harry's in danger. Sirius Black is after him. He's an evil guy. They say that, so it must be true. So at the end, when you find out Sirius Black is not the bad guy, that he's a good guy, it's more of a shock. And I've been thinking about that a little bit in the back of my mind, trying to figure out how to share that setup on the podcast, because I thought it was very interesting. I accidentally did that setup yesterday with my book. So I was, I was writing a scene and I realized that I was giving a setup for a secret that was incomplete, but the reader doesn't know that it's incomplete. The reader thinks that they're getting in on this secret and getting all the information and don't realize that something is being held back. So that leaves room for a really big surprise when we learn that something was withheld. And that something is kind of like a big deal that nobody really knows about except for like two people. So I was super, super proud of that. And I think I can give credit to just like my muse or whatever you want to call it, um, as well as just taking breaks throughout the day and like really honing in on that writing goal for the day. I don't think I would have come up with that in any other way like it was it just came out and there was no way of like actually planning for that which I think is the cool part and that's like the wishy-washy magical thing that people keep talking about but once I knew that I was getting it in there I was like oh 
now I know what I'm doing. I am putting this secret in here. I am, I'm concealing a secret with other secrets. And then I can do it intentionally. But until I realized that I was doing it, you know, it wasn't intentional. And that's, those are the kind of things that I get really stressed out about because I can't figure out how to do those things intentionally. Um, and I can hardly even figure it out after the draft is written. I need help. I need like Lisa to guide me and like, this was the motivation. Oh, this is what's happening. I think that this could be a pretty cool idea and you can bring this out. And I'm like, I don't get that right away. And sure, it might be like there in the writing buried somewhere, but unless I know what to look for, I don't really know how to bring that out or how to intentionally do those things. So I guess I'm just learning. I'm learning how to do that and I'm learning what to spot. And again, story structure is not my strong suit, so maybe it just ties back into that. And lastly, because... I ended on such a great note last night. I um, It was about 7.30 p.m. when I stopped writing and I decided, it might have even been earlier, it might have been 7 or 6.30, and I decided this is a great place to stop because I keep hearing people talking about you should stop writing for the day on a high note so you know exactly where to pick up from the next day. So I was really happy. I was sharing my excitement with Lisa, my mother-in-law, and I was like, okay, I'm done for the day. This is great. Instead of continuing on that note, I, I left it there for me to pick up today. And today went fine um, so far. I'm a little bit stuck because I made so much progress yesterday that I am already a little bit stuck, but I I know that I'll get unstuck and I'll start thinking about it and everything will be fine. You just have to trust that everything will be fine. All right. Thank you for listening again. Hopefully this one was okay. My lips are a little bit cold, so <laughs> they get like a little bit slurred <laughs> when I'm in the cold outside. But anyways, thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next time.